good evening, RSL Nation. Uh, your hosts, co-hosts, Adele and the Baker with another podcast edition of uh, Scarf Life. A little we, post-game action. A little post-game quickie. We just got back from the uh, four to, what was it, one? Four to one. Four to one. Four one result at home against the mighty, mighty New England page. Ah, I'm sorry. Revolution. They will not win the Super Bowl this year. No chance. Where was Tom Brady? Who knows? Disappeared. We, If we want to actually be totally accurate, we just got back from victory burritos. In our summation, if you don't know, nothing tastes as good as three points. But a very close second is what we call a victory burrito at Rancheritos on Highland. Unofficial official sponsor. Unofficial official. Well, that, there's nothing official. They don't know we love them. They don't even know that we exist. I mean, they do know that. Right. Because we're like first name basis by now. They make a mean burrito. They make a really good burrito. Good sauce. Good sauce. Great sauce. Everything tastes better after three points. But that's put, you, put enough, you put enough three points on it, I'll eat it, says, says this observer. So, just got back from the game. Mm-hmm. We are staying alive. I hope everybody got that post. I think they got it. I know it's a little, it's a little late. Well, it's a little pre most of our times. Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the kids have caught up to the classics by this point. Hashtag staying alive. Staying alive. Hashtag. Uh, 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 4-1 uh, against New alive. England Revolution. Now, let me walk you through how this afternoon went for me. This evening, really. As I'm heading to the game, we did not travel to the game together this evening for mm-hmm. the first time in a while. True. I was taking tracks, my favorite mode of transportation, if it stops within 10 minutes of where I need to be. So I checked the lineup. We talked about the lineup last week. Talked about the lineup quite a bit last week. Extensively. As did every other blog page, any dude with a Twitter account. And it makes perfect sense. Lot, I mean, lot look, of we, got, we got our entire defensive midfield out on yellow card suspension. We have... What I believe are our three best players. Mm-hmm. I would love to take an argument if anyone thinks they're not our three best players, which is Savarino, right, Plata, right, and Rushnyak. Correct. Coming back hours before the match. It was like a day before, but yeah. Well, days are just a bunch of hours, aren't they? I, I mean, I guess technicality. So we figured they're not playing, right? Yes. Yeah. So we, I think everyone was on board with Luke starting for the first time this year. Definitely. Getting his second through 94th minute. That was exciting season. to see. Yep. Um, but, man, I did not expect – that was – I was positively surprised with that lineup. There was a, there was one head-scratcher, Justin Glad not playing. Yeah. I, I Your think, thoughts on the lineup? Yeah, it was, it was a classic uh, – you know, rest the guys that you absolutely have to rest and put them on the bench. I mean, let's be honest. If we don't win this game, we're out. Like, Completely. Done. done. Playoffs I are think, gone. I think we had a poll on the on the page earlier, mm-hmm. and 90% of people agreed with if we do not get three points right. against like, New England, like there's a tie. no point of even playing a, a, a tie, you know, doesn't, doesn't help us. Right. So I think the idea is, uh, you know, bring the guys back from international duty who I agree are our three best players, um, and throw them on the bench and pray to every deity you've ever heard of that you don't need them. And we were lucky tonight that we didn't need them because, you know, it, we ended up being okay and we ended up taking care of business at home, as we should. Um, 
but yeah, it, it for what it's worth, I think you mentioned this earlier uh, when we were talking about the lineup. Was this is the best bench we've ever had? Uh, it was by far the, probably MLS best bench of the year. There should be an award for that. Definitely, it was it was a great bench. Um, I'm glad we didn't have to go to it to to get the win. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this lineup, and and our CB pairing was one that I thought was uh, was specifically overkill, in my opinion. I, I obviously don't know Netum very well. Our new new signing, the uh, QPR captain at one point was was paired with M Silva, who was just getting back from what. Felt like a very persistent injury. That made me nervous. <clears throat> the CB pairing made me extremely it, nervous. It, it felt like we were putting two guys together. I mean, A, who obviously hadn't played any you know matches together, but also who, who did the same role. Uh, it felt like we had two very physical, you know, presences in the back. Um, it obviously ended up going, you know, more or less okay. We did concede that one goal. I don't think that was on either one of them for what it's worth. I think it was Luke. Uh, it, it did feel like Luke kind of lost his man for a minute, which is going to happen. You know, you're playing your first full match uh, all year. You're coming I was back. playing a dude that was twice his size. There is that. Uh, props to Luke. I thought, I honest, I said this, you know, as we sat down, it's it's uh, Luke's going to go 30, then he's going to sit down because, you know, there's there's no way this guy's 90 minutes fit. So glad I was wrong. So glad I was wrong. Uh, great to have him back. And then the rest just fit. These guys looked like they had just they'd been playing together for years, and and it, it, that's obviously not the case. But it's good to see that it looked as cohesive as it did. So, other than Luke, who impressed you most? Uh, my man of the match. I'll get this out of the way right now. And, and I love to eat me some crow. Uh, has got to go to Baird. I love to rag on the guy. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Say and that again. This is definitely being recorded. Uh, my man of the match tonight has got to go to Corey Baird. He absolutely showed up. He was making that uh, right-hand side totally his own. Uh, he was beating his defender basically on every run. He was a step ahead. He was extremely great at creating chances, which I didn't know he had in him. Um, and then, and then he, you know, he had a goal. A goal and assist will will get my attention. And and the kid was just dynamic tonight. Fantastic player. What do you think about uh, the wall of the Wasatch? Yeah, I mean, being the wall of the Wasatch on that penalty. That penalty could have changed the game. That penalty could change the game, absolutely. It's Nick Romando is, you know, hands down the greatest goalkeeper in the MLS. I don't care what anyone else has to say. Um, And this is a league that is littered with what I consider above average goalkeepers by our standard. Yeah. You know, you sit there and he's gotten a little older. And and Romando, if by some miracle you're listening to this, you've gotten a little thick around the middle. I'm just calling it. Uh, you know, punching off a bottle of wine after a match. No Next time, live. share, bro. No way to live, buddy. Um, you know, it, it's you sit there and you think to yourself, you know, how much longer could this possibly last? And then, you know, he he goes and he does Nick Romando things. He had himself a fantastic game. He had a classic Romando performance. He he stopped a PK. Uh, that was another, an awesome save. Awesome, and, and that was that was zero luck. That was clearly a dude who knew exactly what he was doing. He didn't dive too early. He kind of saw the fake coming. He he picked the right side, and then he was extremely aware of where his hands were. Um, that was that was a, a fantastic PK save, and an overall just solid performance before and after that as well. Uh, a couple of good saves. He was very aware. He was commanding of that you know back line, uh, communicating well to Netum, communicating well to M Silva. All in all, I was extremely impressed by our defensive line. It was. Minus the penalty, which I called. I should have put some money in there. I'm pretty sure I was the one to call the penalty. 
if we're gonna be totally clear. Uh, I also I think, think you agreed with my call. I'm pretty sure I, I I think the exact opposite happened. I predicted it, and then you agreed. I said this guy has got a little English bite left in him. He's definitely gonna get a PK. I think you got a little, you got you, you you're functioning off burrito brain right now. So Dude, I'll forgive this you. This is insane. This is the crazy. I literally what you are describing is the opposite of what happened. That's neither right. here nor there. I don't maybe, think the fans, maybe I'm functioning off. Burrito I don't think the brain. fans care. Um, for what it's worth, I've I've gotten to see one replay. Not a penalty. Right. Absolutely not a penalty. Should not be called. I think at that point we were up three nil. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was three nil. Yeah. Um, and I think the ref was just like, hey, I'm going to throw these guys a bone. I literally think that's what happened. Um, it, it, if that is a penalty, any contact inside the box needs to be called because that, that should not have been called. Pretty sure that's not the job of the referee to throw people bones. No, no. The job of the referee is to make great calls. Um, speaking of great calls, VAR. Love it. Hate it. Save this tonight. That's that's all I know. Yeah. I don't want to say save. It... it it did. It did its job. It finished off a job well done. Absolutely. It, it eliminated. That's a good way to put it. The doubt or any doubt that yeah, the mere the mere deserved that goal was right. going to happen. And it is not even. I'm not even sure if I'm glad there is VAR. I'm maybe I'm just upset that how does that linesman miss that? It. So. You know, having watched the few few games prior to tonight, obviously, you you hear commentators talking about, hey, the the linesmen's or, and the and the ARs or or the ARs, whatever you end up calling them, have been instructed to keep their flag down and let VAR fix any goal. Right? That is that is the official decree. I've heard it multiple times now. Is is keep your flag down if you're not sure, and VAR will catch it. Air on the side of the attacker has has been has been the mantra. Right, they're carrying that over from the World Cup. You know, leave, leave the flag down if you, if if there's any kind of doubt, leave it down, and and VAR will catch it. Right, and RSL has been penalized for that. You know, we've conceded corners because an AR has left their flag down. Right, right. And, and because that's what they're instructed to do. So, let's say it was close. It wasn't close. It was clearly on. But let's say it was close. Shouldn't the AR have kept his flag down and let VAR do the opposite of what it did tonight it, uh, and take the goal back if it was actually off versus allow it when it was clearly on? Yeah. It, 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 it's just ridiculous. It's these double standards of, of pro that, that I think really, really end up hurting, hurting the reputation of, of that organization. Right, because if the play goes slightly differently and if that ball doesn't go in directly and there's some reflection or deflection and, and something – it could end up being called off or sometimes, like I said, the opposite. I always have the same beef with the league, right? Lack of consistency? Well, obviously lack of consistency, but Dunny has been preaching up that tree or barking up that tree for a decade now, right? So I'm, you know, um, just piggyback on on Dunny there. But that's not even it. The whole VAR thing, love it. But it doesn't always work properly because, like you just mentioned, there are plays where someone is clearly offside. Right, but they keep it down. They keep it down. Mm -hmm. A corner happens. Right. Or a free kick happens as a result of it. For sure. And then a goal happens as a result of that. Right, and it it never gets reviewed. It never gets taken back. Exactly. It never goes back to place. So there's that. I I mean, I think even by the... 
and that's definitely a problem. But tonight, by the official pro mantra, by what 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 they have been preaching as gospel, that flag should have stayed down. Yeah. It, first of all, that flag should have stayed down because he was clearly on. Uh, I I think uh, homie from the the soapbox nailed it on on point where he's like the only way he is off is he is he is if he is inside in, the goal inside the goal yeah which is totally accurate like you can't have two dudes on the goal and then call it off like on the goal line yeah like, that, that doesn't make any sense each of whom is trying to clear the ball as actively going in. trying to kick it away <laughs> as it is going in yeah. blows my mind yeah. um but but then let's ignore all that let's let's say it wasn't as obvious as it is by pros own uh, advice that they give to their refs it's that flag is supposed to stay down. It, right. it's, it's give the attacker the benefit of the doubt is what, what the uh, linesman or the, the assistant referee has been assist, uh, instructed to do. And tonight they didn't do that. And that just grinds my gears. This is the last time we'll bitch about this particular performance of the refs mm-hmm. because we won. Yeah. Had we not won, we would probably spend the next 45 minutes bitching about this. So let me ask you another question. Um, I'm going through the MLS app. Yeah. I have lost all trust in the MLS app. The MLS app needs needs some work. You know what the funny thing is? The old app was good. Old app was fine. It wasn't slick. It wasn't slick. Smooth. Uh-huh. And it took a little bit longer to get to the videos. But you know what? I could share the videos on the page. Suddenly I can't for some reason on, right. from this app. But that's not even my complaint right now. It has been inaccurate. Over and I mean, as recently as this morning, right? I posted something on the page mm-hmm. that, that said that New England had not lost to RSL in at least the last three games, and the actual scores of the games, the last three games, has us winning two of those three, right? right. And it was the scores that were wrong, it was the scores that were wrong, correct? Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking at the match stats, and they almost don't seem real, they seem fake, right? And let me tell you why. Let's hear why. I'm looking at shots, for example. Mm-hmm. All right, we win four-one. Says we have eleven shots. Right, makes sense. Checks out. But they have ten. We're looking at shots on target. Mm-hmm. Eight on us. Six for them. That one actually makes sense. Romano had to make himself a presence once or twice. We're looking at possession. Possession. Right. Forty percent us. Sixty percent them. I mean, you technically are in possession of the ball when you are fishing it out of the back of your net. Well, that is I, true. I don't think they count that. I'm sixty forty is usually a dominant performance. You don't. Once you, again, fishing even, the ball out of the back of your net. Even is, even is in when possession. we were remember when we were possessing 70 percent every well, never seventy. Seventy is ridiculous. That's Barcelona right. level. Barcelona right. doesn't do seventy percent. But sixty forty, you don't you don't. Often, it's very one-sided. Yeah, yeah. These the stats. If I if I didn't know the score mm-hmm. and I just looked at the stats, I would say it was either a very close game, right, or we lost. I think that's fair, especially when you can pass accuracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pass accuracy. I mean, come on, seventy-three percent on their side, sixty-two percent. Right. I, I, I don't mean to disrespect any you know happenstance New England fans that might stumble across this thing at some point. It's it's New England's out of the out of the playoffs officially. They're mathematically out. You know, you got you got a bunch of dudes who are you know quote unquote trying to figure it out. You got dudes playing for contracts. You got dudes who checked out. It, it's that was a team that was passing it back to itself. At, I mean, the vast majority of the game. Like, I, I think they went down a couple goals, and they were just like, yep, yeah, this is about how we expected this to go. And 
you know, great for RSL and, and I'm proud of the team for being able to, you know, step on their throats and finish off what needed to be done. But this was not a New England team that came to play uh, at, at all. By Except any for our boy, Bye Bye. Right. Other than him, no one was there to play. Man, he was out there. He was. He was. He was running along his side. But yeah, it, it, it's you know, there, here was a team that was fine with you know just passing it back to itself and maybe not necessarily playing with a lot of pride. Three points in the bag. Yep. One still, game left away. Still, still in masters Portland. of our own fate. Masters of our own faith. Fate. Sunday mm-hmm. is. Our MLS final. It's yeah. no longer just playoffs. Sunday is do or die. Sun- I mean, depending on what happens with LA, but yeah. Sunday is do or die. Of course, it depends what happens with LA. There's no way, in my opinion, LA drops any points against their next two opponents away mm-hmm. at Minnesota and at home against Houston. We don't right. have to get into too much depth there. Um, we'll see what happens Sunday. Then we can spend all of next week talking about LA's one way or another upcoming game, right? Um, We rested our four best players, probably. I was saying three earlier, mm-hmm. but I would say four of our best five players, at least. Right? That's we, fair. Um, Justin Glad got a proper rest. Justin Glad got a rest finally after um, what, fifty starts or something. Like fifty that? starts. That was ridiculous. I didn't even see that. I, I didn't even notice that was such a streak. Iron Man. Severino. Severino got a break. Plata. Rushniak. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are, in my opinion, four of our best. Five players probably. If you include Kyle Beckerman, who was rested involuntarily, right? Probably rested our five best players. And Absolutely. then Sonny is definitely a top ten player. So we rested quite a few good players. Now let me, for the sake of clarifying, I don't think we rested Rushniak or Severino or Plata because they just played a couple of days ago, right. and then they traveled quite a bit. Apparently, first class, good for them. Love it. Right for them. Um, I'm feeling bullish about Sunday, man. How about you? Uh, I mean, anything can happen. It, it It's, you know, Portland did just come to our town and let's be totally honest, embarrassed us. Totally. It just every, at every single position, they were the better team. They won the vast majority of the 50-50 balls and they wanted it more. Um, if I am not mistaken, and I very well could be, I have not a lot of research into this. I do believe Diego Chara is currently sitting on a yellow card accumulation, and I think he is missing the game. Portland without Diego is a very different Portland. I think all of a sudden we have the opportunity to control that midfield. Um, Could be huge. That, that, That literally, in my opinion, could be the catalyst for a totally different result. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I am, you know, maybe it's the fact that we're going to be up there. Say, say what's up to your boys, RSL nation. Um, we'll bring scarves. We will have scarves up there. I am relatively optimistic about what could happen up there. And I think if things, you know, sometimes it's a game of luck. And I think if we can get a little bit lucky, we can get three points in Portland. I I do believe that a little bit lucky, um, a bouncy and a bounce there. Right. I I think, you know, the game against Portland, you know, sitting, relatively fresh in my memory um it's you know we had that equalizer and then the very next 10 minutes were all us right i think we missed our opportunity right had that gone not drastically differently 
slightly differently, that's a totally different game. Yeah. I think that that can happen in Portland for us. Yeah. And I think we have plenty of those games the other way around as well. If I think about the LA Galaxy game, you know, um, a lot of time coming out on the second half. Awesome save by Nick. No, he hit the post, I think. Hit the post. Uh, with the head, that, that would be a whole different game. So I think we have benefited and been hurt by those games. We will not mention some of those games where we dropped stupid points earlier this year. That would make this whole thing unnecessary. But it is what it is, and it, it is fun. Um, here's a loaded question, maybe. So yeah. the team that was put out on the field tonight right. Great. did well. Fantastic. I think it was missing five, maybe even six of our best players. Mm -hmm. Do you insert those guys right back into the game on Sunday? No. I mean, no, you no. It's and I. Which one of those five guys do you not start on Sunday? I mean, I think I think realistically, Glad takes the spot over either M Silver or Netum. I think realistically, would be Netum. I think I. And it was so great having Luke out there. I can't stress that enough. Luke was a breath of fresh air, clearly a dude who's still hungry and wants to compete and wants a spot, who had a fantastic game. He's got that wedding to pay for. He does have a wedding to pay for coming up. Congratulations, Luke. Um, I don't think Luke gets the start. I, I think Corey Baird might get the start, but it'll be you know, not on that wing for sure. Uh, I mean, it, it's. I think I saw a bunch of dudes who seriously deserve minutes and time but it's off the bench. I, I mean, if there's a critique that I've heard people throwing around among the fan base, it's that Petsky substitution patterns kind of suck mm-hmm. or that they are late or that they don't really have an impact in the game. It's I saw a bunch of dudes tonight that have the ability to be difference makers and that we're not using. It, it's, you know, we, we always talk about, oh, well, our bench wasn't really, isn't really strong. And they're really like, who do you sub out and who do you bring in? Right. I saw what arguably is the quote unquote B team tonight perform out of their mind why aren't some of these guys the difference makers we need um you know bofo is the is the clear example i mean dude had a fantastic game um all things considered i think we see a relatively quote-unquote normal lineup against portland and uh well i'll tell you exactly why we don't see those guys perform more because i watched bofo play for the monarchs last week Mm -hmm. killed him killed him yeah he's so had two goals. I think it was a 2-0 score, if I remember correctly. 2-1. Can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and he missed. He could have had six goals in that game. Easy. Right. But he killed him because it's a level below. The New England Revolution team that was playing tonight is a bad, bad team in the Eastern Conference. It's a much higher level of competition against Portland. Love Definitely. Baird, as you know. Mm-hmm. Luke, Awesome. Love Luke on all sorts of levels. If I have a chance to choose between playing Luke, Kyle, well, two of the three, Luke, Kyle, and Sonny, in three days, which is literally the scenario here, right? in a must-win game, there are no second chances. It's, not, it's a no-brainer. Luke sits. It has to be Sonny and Kyle. Um... I think that's fair. How do you not start Rushniak? You do not not start Rushniak. Right. Right. I think they all play. How do you not start Kyle? You do not not start Kyle. How do you not start Justin? Mm. I don't think you can not start Justin. Right. Even though out of all of them, he might be the easiest one to kind of make a justification for because they are 
a couple of uh, well-established players playing back there with them. Anyways, let's wrap this baby up. Predictions for Sunday scores. You Just RSL. Tell you what, bonus. Include the Galaxy Minnesota game. And there's no way I'm including the Galaxy. I, that's that's too much too much to jinx. You know what? I'll just go ahead and say it. I think I think the boys kind of kind of find their fight. I think they find their uh, spine. I'm gonna say two one us in Portland. That was actually gonna be my score prediction. And uh, late winner. I don't think I'll be late. I think we'll get an early lead. They get one back. Lead. It's gonna be real nervy. Right, late winner. Um, I'm gonna call a name. Wow. Uh, and I think uh, L.A., Minnesota, in Minnesota, on that hard NFL college football turf. You know, I, I think they're saying that. NFL uh, college football. I don't think that makes sense. But I get well, what you're that, saying. That tells you how much hand they got watch. Uh, that college football, like, hard plastic turf. Um, I, I think Zlatan has talked about playing. And I think if I'm the L.A. Galaxy, it's like, yo, you have to play now or never. And, you know, I don't. you never want to wish – Injury or anyone, but I think Zlatan does not play well in Minnesota, and I actually think Minnesota gets the one-one draw. No kidding. Yeah, I think Minnesota could bail us out this weekend. I really do. It's they just lost the game. They're semi-decent at home. They like to protect. Well, they don't have to bail us out if we win. If we win, that's right. No one right. has to bail us out at all. Um, but, but I think they have a like they are out of the playoffs as well mathematically. But I think they take pride in playing at home. Yeah, uh, they have a semi-decent home record. And everyone gets up for these bigger games. You know that uh, yeah, the Minnesota yeah. stadium is going to be more packed than oh, usual. Oh, 50,000 people is what they're saying. Oh, no kidding. Absolutely. It's going to be a packed house. I'm oh, going to say 1-1 uh, uh, Minnesota-LA. Huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. Yeah? Also, I'm not ready for the winner. Winners about <laughs> soccer are the pressing it is, cold. It is um, late October in Minnesota, so it's going to be a little colder than Southern California. That, I still think all. LA has obviously no problems with Minnesota. Okay, uh, I think it's a clear three, four, one. Wow, zero victory. I okay. think LA just demolishes them. Um, I've been bullish on LA for quite a while now, as you mm-hmm. know. Right. Now I think I agree with you on the scoreline for us in Portland, in part because there's going to be some great support there yeah. for RSL. Do you remember a few years ago when Luke Mulholland scored in Portland, like ninety something? I can't remember exactly what minute it was, but I'm I'm saying two one hour cell. Mm. Winner in the absolute dying seconds of the game, a Luke Nuke. A Luke Nuke. A you heard Luke it here, folks. Nuke. Uh, you've heard of the Becker bomb. We'd like to introduce you to Luke Nuke. Hopefully, we would be introducing you to Luke Nuke. Anyways, <laughs> any last closing words for you? You know. Let's let's go pack. We've got a flight to catch tomorrow night. Yeah. RSL Nation has been a pleasure as always. I hope you're enjoying your three points, and I really hope you got your seatbelts ready for Sunday because it's buckle-up time, as what's-his-name likes to say, the jazz commentator, right. Bowler, Bowler Jack. It is buckle-up time. This is the playoffs. This is the finals. Nothing else matters. Uh, let's go up to Portland. Let's embarrass them right back. Let's get some points, and hopefully – we will see some of you up at Portlandia as well. Good day, good night, good morning. Depends when you're listening to this.